0: Hello and welcome to an ISIS Energy podcast. I'm Ed Cox, editor of our global LNG output, and I'm here today with my colleague Tom Manser, who heads up our European gas coverage. Hello, Tom. Hi yeah. there. It's been another eventful week in European LNG. This week, we've seen more deliveries into uh, the Polish terminal, in developments in Lithuania. On the other side, Northwest Europe is still. A very effective reload source of supply, um, and looks likely to continue. So, two different markets currently operating at the moment. Uh, Tom, let's start with um, East Europe, yeah. Poland, and Lithuania. I mean, what's been going on over there?
1: Well, I suppose um, the most interesting thing is today. Today being Friday's arrival of the third energy cargo into the new terminal up in Poland in Astronoe. Uh, so, this is a Qatari volume, Qatari cargo. Uh, so, it's the second commercial cargo from Qatar into into, in, into the Baltic port, uh, having already received also a cargo from Statoil on which on it was purchased purchase on a spot basis. Um, so what we've already seen um, is that the send out from the terminal by, by incumbent PGNIG um, is, is, is having some sort of impact on imports, pipeline imports elsewhere in the market. Um, there's PGNIG is the only uh, capacity holder, so it looks like they're maybe buying less Um, from other sources because they've now got this uh, additional uh, LNG send out to put into the Polish market so that's quite interesting and similarly we're seeing high send out in in Lithuania from the Klaipeda terminal I suppose. Um, We've got three capacity holders there, Um, Akima the uh, the single largest consumer of gas in the whole of the Baltic region which is a uh, a fertilizer producer um, along with two Lithuanian companies, which are essentially sister organisations, Litgas uh, and uh, Litvus Um but we suspect that actually what will happen in in, in the sort of coming months is that that high send out that we've seen from lo- uh, because those three companies were importing will actually drop off. Um, I think the main reason, the main the main indication we got to. Got for that at the moment is that that Akima hasn't yet booked um, more capacity for the next gas year starting October. Right. Right. Uh, and as I said, that's the single largest consumer. So until that da- that company does, w- we, we can assume that maybe this this is a uh, the company is taking advantage
0: of, of of summer prices, and, and that that's in that might drop 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 off later on. Okay, so new buyers active. Um, and, and actually, in France, the Dunkirk terminal took in its first commissioning cargo last week, and we're expecting some send out into the system um, next week from that, um, and a second commissioning cargo in August. Although, so that that terminal was at an early stage, really of a testing stage, um, whereas in you know, Poland, Lithuania are further along the line. Um, I mean, there is, you know, there is certainly a difference, I think, between incentive to import um, in East Europe and what we're seeing in Northwest Europe because um, rather than seeing a jump in imports of cargoes to Europe, which is generally what's been expected, we're actually seeing a lot of reloads happening now. So volume coming into Europe and then going straight back out again to the Middle East, South America. Um, We've seen a reload from the UK's grain terminal this week. Uh, one from the Dutch Gate Terminal, mm-hmm. uh, one from the Belgian Sebrugge Terminal. I'm hearing talks uh, in August for at least another couple from, from those terminals. And it seems that, 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 that this price spread, which has certainly reasserted itself a little bit between Northwest European hubs and buyers in the Middle East and South America, is leaving the door open for traders to... To buy, um, to buy FOB volumes and and then to sort their, their chartering out and to lift um, from from the Northwest European terminals. Um, this is it's very very busy at the moment. There's been an Argentinian tender that was done this week for several cargos. They're re-tendering again. So I think traders are very much looking where can I buy a cargo at a reasonable rate. Currently, the the, the dollar rate in in Northwest Europe is uh, attractive. But you know the key question is where will things go over the winter and will this sustain because yeah, I, mean, I mean there's normally contagio isn't there in, in Northwest European market pricing uh, uh, which is uh, you know obviously in place still for the winter and at and this time of low margin where you may be paying $5 for a Northwest European reload and you're selling it for $5.50 mm-hmm. and you have to factor in shipping um, it won't mm-hmm. take much for the European hub price to increase and that window closes. Um, so it will depend a lot on what happens on pricing mechanisms um, elsewhere in the world what happens to demand in East Asia and and, and, uh, what happens to winter temperatures in Europe Um, but I do think this is a good area to focus on (coughs) for us in particular this month and next month and and maybe into September too as you have a number of global LNG buyers looking for cargoes on a very short-term basis so 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 two different markets um, working in one We'll continue to focus on this and push our editorial and uh, other coverage um, on a very immediate, prompt basis. Uh, Thank you for your comments today, Tom. Thank you. You've been listening to an ISIS Energy podcast. For more on our services, go to our website at isis.com.